following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. My name is Coach Larry. With me, as always, Matt Keough. Uh, Matt, let's come in hot. Super Bowl. First of all, I know for me, and again, maybe, uh, I'll be honest, I'm petty. I just, I had no interest. If Cincinnati had made the Super Bowl, I'd be rooting heavy for the Eagles to knock them off. The fact that Cincinnati didn't make the Super Bowl, I'm cool with. Um, I didn't really like. I was rooting for the Eagles. I didn't like the fact that Kansas City win, but I didn't hate the fact that Kansas City got another one. I don't know. Um, I what What'd you think? I hate it. You did not like it? No. I really did not care about the Super Bowl one bit. I, I totally didn't care. My, about it. my girlfriend's uncle was in a minute pool. What is a minute? Wait, I, every minute, like the so he, the numbers would change, or no? So you get a number, like yeah. You get two numbers, like like a regular pool. Super Bowl yep. pool, okay. But it's by the so so the minute, and he, this is this is how lucky he is. He got zero zero. All right, okay. All right. So as soon as the game starts, he wins. He starts winning two hundred fifty dollars as long as it stays zero zero. How long does he wait? Every minute he wins two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. How much was the buy-in for this thing? He bought a square for two fifty. So right off the bat, the first minute he he wins his money back. Yeah. So he had four minutes of zero zero. So he won a total of a thousand dollars. I never heard of something like this before in my life. <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. I... Yeah, two fifty a square. Yep. So what's the total prize pool out of that? Two fifty a square, a hundred squares, so twenty five thousand, probably. It just it seems like a lot more money would be going out than what actually paid in. Like I don't know. That's insane. I know. So as soon as kickoff started, he started earning. Now, did he get it right away, or did he have to wait till the one-minute mark? And then, like, if somebody would have got a kick return for a touchdown, would he have been yeah, screwed? Yeah. Or they scored in the first? Okay. So as long as it wasn't a kickoff return, he was starting to win. So 0-0 zero, zero is gold. Uh-huh. Like, that. I'd be rooting for zeros. I'd be rooting for a defensive, like, uh-huh. dude, let's let this roll. Uh-huh. Because you figure if they go the first, if they go the whole quarter, that's fifteen with, without minutes. scoring. So times fifteen 200. times two hundred and fifty. That's what uh, twenty five hundred. Um, thirty two, thirty two twenty five, thirty seven twenty five. Three thousand seven hundred fifty. What is it? Three thousand seven hundred fifty. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. 
I know. I've never heard of something like that before. So times that by four. What's the actual time? What's the actual buyout? Like how much um, is it? Twenty five thousand. That's actually going out. Fifteen. Fifteen. So two two hundred and fifty times sixty. So sixty minutes. Okay. Fifteen thousand. And the buy-in was so a hundred squares times twenty-five. That's twenty-five thousand, right? So whoever organized the pool, they're making ten grand. I don't know. I all I know is that within a minute, he made his money back, and then everything. Was else this was something gold. online, or was this like? No, this was through somebody. Damn. I know. I was very. Matt, like I heard about it. My girlfriend's like, you should get in on this. I'm like, I've never heard of this before until now. I was gonna say I would have chipped because on two fifty, that's a lot for a square. I would have split it with you. I did one twenty five, one twenty. But still, well, that's... what are the odds that you get zero zero though? Well, even if you get like a respectable, I mean, you are kind of screwed. My my wife and I, we bought one square. You know how nowadays the big thing is if somebody's doing it for their softball team or their you know their kids' teams as a fundraiser. Um. We bought one for uh, her hairdresser's uh, daughter's softball team, I think, or something. Um, so we did that, but her numbers were five and was it five and four, five and seven? Uh, like not good yeah, numbers. No. Um, I hate Super Bowl pools. You know how many times I've been like, even when I've gotten like gotten like great numbers, like zero seven or like three something, and I've been close, close, and then all of a sudden, right before the end of the quarter, somebody kicks a field goal and screws me, or somebody scores like a touchdown, or yeah. somebody gets like a safety and totally yeah, screws been, up my good numbers. They, I mean, this Super Bowl was really wonky. It was eight and five. Yeah, yeah, because we had we had uh, seven and five, and I looked at my. I was, I, are you sure it's not eight and five? Are you sure? I had zero and seven, and I would have gotten three hundred and thirty dollars for a fifteen dollar buy in. But you didn't do the buy-in? No, I did. Oh, you did? I had zero and seven. Oh, for the, so for the end. For that's the right. End total. I would have had three hundred and thirty dollars off of fifteen. Now do you do more of the squares? Like I've it, the minute one still it like it shocks me. me. Baffles me. Um I've done ones where I like the ones that every quarter they give a winner. I've done yeah. sometimes where they only do half the only two halftime score and final score, mm-hmm. which is also nice because you're playing for a bigger pot. One that I thought was really cool is each after every quarter they give a winner, but then your numbers change. Oh, okay. So so they give you and I I did that once or twice, but it's kind of cool because if you get the shaft numbers, yeah. All right, you might have shaft numbers for the first quarter, but, but then not, second quarter yeah, you have a better, third quarter you have a better. That's nice. And I, they tell yeah. you the numbers, they tell you the numbers right off the bat. Hey, here's your first quarter number, here's your second quarter number, here's your third. So, I mean, I guess if you just have awful luck, you're getting like four quarters worth of terrible numbers. Right. Um, but you know, it seems like at least every like it seems like all right you, you have at, a least chance, get a, at least you at least get a decent number for one quarter yeah i don't know i mean like i'll do like a super bowl square i'll do like a bracket for um for march madness i i like the march madness bracket and i mean usually like the march madness brackets is you get a the way my work does it i do it through work is like each round whoever has like the most correct guest gets something Oh, so you do like a final winner, but you also do a round by round winner? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
So like if you guessed, because I won the first two rounds with just like the amount, not not necessarily like each team I got right. It's like out of all of us playing, I had the most correct picks. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was, and then you know I got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I usually start March Madness. Like round one and two, I'm usually solid on. It's those later rounds where, of course, in my mind, I'm like, I got to pick one upset because everybody's everybody's picking uh, this. But yeah. if I could be the genius that picks the 10 versus, what is it, 10 versus four upset yeah. or 10 versus three, or if I can be the genius that picks the the 11th seed this year to go all the way to the final four. There's no way I'm losing. Right. And I lose. Well, and I'm the, I'm the same way with gambling, like on sports stuff is like, I have like these gut feelings and most of the time they're correct. I just don't act on them. So like I bet on the Cincinnati Bengals three years, like two years ago when they were underdogs, because I was like, I think they can pull it off. And well, what do you know they did? And then, um, I bet on I bet on the Patriots to upset somebody and they did. It's like, all right, so I have some sort of gut feeling. I I was gonna do it, um hold on, total um passing yards for Super Bowl was Totally yards for pass. I mean, uh, what's his name? Hertz had well over what three fifty. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know how. Okay, no. What was the totally? Okay, fifty six stats. Total yards was three hundred. Passing yards was two seventy for Hertz. In total. Oh, in total. Yeah. Wait, in total... Wait, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. What is this for? Is this, like, by team? It's got to be by team. Oh, wait, no, this is the wrong year. Super Bowl what? This was 20... 2023? Well, 2022, 2023. Yeah. See, while you're looking that up, I I like to do the same game partly. Like, here's the... Here's the parlay that I and and it was ridiculous. Like here's the ten leg parlay that I did. I picked Kansas City to win on the money line, which they got. I picked Travis Kelsey to score an anytime touchdown, which he did. Patrick Mahomes to rush for over nineteen and a, nineteen and a half yards, which he did. Travis Kelsey to get over seventy nine and a half passing yards, which he did. I had eighty one. Devontae Smith to have over seventy yards of receiving, which he did. AJ Brown to have over seventy-two fifty or seventy-two and a half, which he did. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six parts of the parlay. If I had not gotten greedy there, and again, I only put I only put uh, ten dollars down on this. Okay. So if I had not gotten greedy there, I probably would have turned that ten dollar bet into something like um, I don't know, maybe a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred, whatever the odds would have been. But I got greedy and be like, Quez Watkins over 12 and a half. Oh, yeah, he'll get that. Well, he only got eight yards. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling over 25 yards. Hey, he didn't get a single yard. He didn't get any catch. 
Uh, Sanders over 61 and a half rushing yards. No, he got 16. And this was something new that I saw when I did this on FanDuel. It was uh, Kansas City with the uh, winning at the end of the first half and Kansas City winning at the end of regulation. Yeah. So I thought, and now you could have done it, like I could have put Philadelphia with the lead at yeah, at yeah, halftime and then Kansas before. City, which I probably should have done. But if I had if I had hit this parlay, my ten dollar bet um, would have gotten me three thousand six hundred and twenty five dollars. Yeah. Now again, I was kind of surprised I got six out of ten right. Right. But um, it's one of those things where when it gets to stuff like that, it's almost not gambling anymore. It's almost like buying a lotto ticket. Yeah. Because the odds, like I, it was plus. 37,601 for me to get it. Like, you know how you get like two to one, like, or plus 200, oh, yeah. plus whatever. Oh, yeah. So that's what it would have been. Um, the only thing that irked me last year, let me see if I can find my last year's Super Bowl bet. I don't know, because it, it shows you on here all the, uh, but it was, it was ridiculous. I was ridiculously close to winning the Bengals Super Bowl game last year. Um, and I was so pissed that I didn't, I had everything right. I even had, um, you know how T Higgins scored two touchdowns. Yeah. I even had on there T Higgins getting two touchdowns. My $10 bet, the odds were astronaut. Sorry. I only put a $5 bet on it. My odds were so astronomical on my leg of the parlay. I think it was a 12 leg, whatever leg parlay that a $5 bet would have won me 8,500. I had Everything correct except I had the Rams winning by three and a half, and the Rams only won by three. Yeah, I was that last drive when LA got the ball back, or when when Cincinnati. I'm like, all I'm doing is pacing up and down watching the game. I'm like. Vic, you don't understand. If they stop him here, Cincinnati's going to go for the ball, go for it on fourth down. If LA stops them, Cincinnati's got all three timeouts left. They can kick a field goal. They'll have to kick a field goal. They'll be up by six. I win. I win. And of course, Cincinnati gets one first down. Or sorry, LA gets one first, whatever it was. And I was like, you son of a. I was like, no, just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it just, it, it. Mm. And again, you make those bets. Knowing, like, all right, whatever. There's no. It's it's like when you buy a lotto ticket. Yeah. All right, here's five dollars. Whatever. My my weekly or monthly or yearly donation to the lotto. But when you get close, it's like having every number correct except the last seven. one. Yeah. Mother. Yeah, I don't bet anything over fifteen dollars. Like. Oh yeah. Like I don't. But I almost bet two hundred dollars yesterday that like Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts combined for over four hundred passing yards, and I would have gotten eight hundred dollars. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> Except I was like, no, Jalen Hurts is more of a running quarterback. But, uh, oh, yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> I could have won $800. And that's why, even with me, when I get to my, like, it shows you on the FanDuel, like, it shows, like, all right, if you pick one, like, let's say I'm going to make a $10 wager. If you wager $10, you'll get this much. Yeah. Then, if you, when you add another, it automatically adjusts. So that's my thing. I'll start off with, I'll pick, like, I'll start off with like a one or two or three leg parlay, only put $5 on it, which I think is like a good chance of this happening. But I'll look like, well, I'm only going to win like 60 bucks. 
let me add something else. And then it'll go up to like two. Let me, well, let me add something else. And then I just start getting stupid with it. Yeah. Then it turns in uh, what would be on a good, like a good one or two or three leg parlay turns into like a 37 leg parlay that I have zero chance of winning. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I I hate it. But but I don't do it often. No, I usually do, if anything, for like I'll throw in my FanDuel account, maybe like 75 bucks. But that will be like my limit for the entire season. Yeah. You know, once I go through that, I'm done. Yeah, it is what it is. I don't really bet on other sports either. Now, you know, as we get to our gambling portion here, I'll I used to like when the casinos were open. I never got into the online poker. I I I no. I mean I online as in like the like the real deal where yeah, you're putting like money. Yeah, like we're putting in money. Yeah. I never got into that. But I would every so often um maybe like once a month or twice a month, I would go down to the casino pre-covid when it was open and they had poker tournaments. Um I mean it's open now. Yeah, but the poker's not there. The poker rooms are still closed. I believe unless they just opened them back up at the Buffalo Casino. No, no, no. At well, do they have poker at the Buffalo Casino? I don't mean like the online poker. I mean like where you're sitting down and yeah, actually no. playing ta- why tournaments. Why wouldn't they have? I them? don't think they do. But I know I'm talking about the Niagara Falls Casino where the they and had, it's still closed. As last I checked, maybe a couple months ago, it was still closed. The tables were closed. Why? I have no idea. But I used to love it because they would have tournaments. Um, Twenty dollars, fifty dollars. They'd have like expensive to like two fifty, five hundred. But yeah. I would usually, I I would do like a maybe like a fifty, sixty dollar tournament. Sometimes if I had won a tournament the week prior or the month prior, all right, I'm gonna drop a buck, like a hundred dollar tournament. Um, and I would just play those. You know, you're getting tournaments. Sometimes, I think uh, sometimes you know you get up to like fifty, sixty, a hundred people in a tournament. You know, it it's just fun. You know, it's one of those things where, all right, you drop 20 bucks. You usually, I think for a $20 tournament, they usually start off at like 7000 in chips. But it's, once you're done, you're done. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. It's not like you're losing $7,000. In fact, I remember when I first started dating uh, Vicky, um, I was in a tournament, and I was telling her about it, that tournament. I was like, yeah, I was like, at one point, I was up to like 75000 and then, you know, I ended up, you know, a couple bad hands and I, a couple bad beats and I lost it all. And she looks at me. She's like, you had $75,000 in front of you and you didn't get up and walk away. She's like, are you dumb? And that's when I had like, no, 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 tournament chips. I was like, are you kidding me? If I had $75,000 in actual cash in front of me, I would get up as fast as I could you and can't get, get out of there. You, you, you can't get up in a poker tournament, can you? No, but I'm saying if it was a cash game and if it was actual money, I would have. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, I'm No, and that's when I told her, I was like, it's not actual money, it's tournament money, it's tournament chips. Yeah. And she was like, well, how much? I was like, it was a, it was a $20 tournament. Yeah. $20, that's it. Yeah, it's like, no. I, I don't know. I don't trust, I don't do, because I remember I went to, <laughs> I had to go to, a, like, a conference at, like, the Turning Stone Casino, and I, after a couple of, like, uh, sessions or something. I was like, screw this. So I, I went, put ten. Uh, I put like ten dollars in a in a slot machine. Yeah, like the virtual slot machines. And I was like, I have no clue what was going on. And I'm like, all right, I got eighteen cents. Awesome. <laughs> and then I just left. I didn't even cash it in. I was like, I don't want this. It's eighteen cents. 
Wait, 18 cents you had left or 18 cents profit, like $10.18? I'd probably say I lost most of the $10. I think I got like $1.18. That's so, awesome. Like, yeah, but like it was stupid. Like I don't – I. Don't, I I remember the first with I I've played the slot machines once and only once. It was one of those things you turn 19, you get a couple of your buddies, you go to the casino over in Canada or whatever. I put like I don't know, I think $50 in a slot machine, which especially for for me even now, that's a lot of money cuz I'm yeah. stingy as hell with my money, but as a 19-year-old, I'm like what am I doing? And when I realized that $50 in that slot machine went away in like, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know how you get like free beverages or whatever? I was like, I didn't even have a chance for my drink to come back. Like before my, like this is bull. That's when I knew I was like, slot machines, not for me. No, I don't, I don't get it. I can't, like on a cruise ship. You've been, have you been on a cruise? I went on a casino cruise once during spring break my senior year, but it was just like uh, it was down in Florida. We went out in quote-unquote international right. waters so yeah. you can gamble. I think the whole cruise, the whole thing was maybe like three hours. Yeah. So I, I, I guess you can say that's a cruise well, like, but not a cruise cruise. Yeah, like you go on like other than a gambling cruise, like you go like on a, a cruise ship, they have a casino – in like a certain floor because of the international like I asked I was curious I was like how come you guys aren't gambling at port like how come people yeah. aren't gambling at port and they it's like oh well you got to wait until you go like we're out in the water for international waters and stuff there's no like gambling laws and um but you know as soon as as soon as the boat leaves port and is like on the water again. I would go by and you just see like old people just oh, yeah. sitting at these things for hours. Oh yeah. I was like, how do you do it? Yep. The only time and, and this was the only time I really played blackjack or not blackjack, um, roulette. And I had it was on that Carnival Cruise Spring Break or the gambling cruise spring break. I turned um, and I was at a low, like the lowest level table. It was like five bucks yeah. or something minimum. So I did, uh, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing at the roulette table, but I, I ended up turning 50 bucks into like 300 or 350, something like that. And, um, everybody's had like, I, I don't know. I didn't put it on the numbers. I would put it on the like even odd the, or like even black, odd or yeah, like this red, section, yeah, that yeah. section. Black. That's how red. I do it. That's how I, if I ever I don't play roulette, but if I did, I would not do a specific number. Yeah, I just figured. I, hey, listen, this is the best odds. It's yeah. either going to be red or black. I mean, I guess you can get double zeros or whatever. And every so often, I would put like maybe a dollar on like a number, but always lost it. Yeah. So, um, but no, I remember. Uh, a buddy of mine, I'm not going to say names, on his 19th birthday, went into the casino when we 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 went um, uh, down and over the border at Canada. I forgot which one it was, but we went there. He put, I think it was like 20 bucks or something on his lucky number. First bet of the night. We literally just got there, rolled in like maybe five minutes earlier. Put it down twenty bucks on his on his number. His number comes up. He hits something like fifteen hundred bucks, and he's like, "That's it." Like, what do you mean, "That's it"? He's like, "I'm good." And he like just 
pretty much drank the rest of the night or just like like that was it. Like well, didn't, honest, didn't gamble, didn't honestly. gamble the rest of the night. And I'm not going to lie, I I would have I would have walked out. I would have walked out. I would have oh. been like, I'm cool. I thought you were about to say I would have kept going. No. Actually, I take that back. I might have put, like, if I had won, I, I think it was like 1,500, 1,900, whatever it was. If I had won 1,500, I would have I taken $1,000, put it in my pocket, and then, I mean, if we were there for probably another two or three hours, yeah, I would have been like, all right, I've got 500 to play with. Not that I'm necessarily going to gamble all of that, but, but like you have either way, I'm walking out of there with a grand. Right, like you're walking out with well over nine hundred and eighty dollars profit. Yes, if you bet twenty. Yes. So, so either way, it's a very good night. And yet, there's like people who go to casinos and like never lose. Oh my god! Again, I'm not saying names, but when we're talking about slot machines, I've heard so much stories, so many stories, and seen a few of them from this individual where she will sit down. At a slot machine, whether it's a quarter, penny, dollar, five dollars, and within like five minutes, she'll be up like two, three, four, five hundred bucks, a thousand dollars. Like she just, I don't know if she scopes them out before, I don't know, whatever, just ridiculously lucky on these slot machines. Yeah. It's just, and then, yeah, I, I just, I don't, I don't like casinos. They make me feel yucky inside. Like I said, the only time I really would go to them is for the poker tournaments. I would go maybe once or twice a month because they would have, like, the weekly ones, and then they would have, like, a bigger one. I'd go maybe once or twice a month, usually a $50 tournament. There were times that I'd win, um, and there were, I like those because the more people in there, like, you don't necessarily have to win it to cash out or to make money. Um, usually on the ones that had, like, 100 people in them, I think usually it was uh, like if you made top fifteen or top twenty, you're at least yeah. making some kind of money. Yeah, I, I like those kind of things. Yeah, but I and get... those for me, it's more strategy than gambling. Like yeah. you don't have to. I mean, you know, if you get low chip, you eventually have to play hands, but you can always fold, fold, fold. You, you, there is strategy on there. Yeah, yeah, it's not just like a game of risk and yeah. chance. It's not just like hitting a button and praying. So st- <laughs> and like back in the day, I feel like since they're all computerized now, like pfft, there's no way, in, there's no way in hack that that's not rigged. Yeah, yeah, no way. And is it just me, or do they not even make the slot machines anymore where you pull the handle? It's be- all now just pushing the button. Like, yeah. come on, that w- yeah. I, I think that was kind of part of the fun right. where you got to pull the slot handle. I, I, they don't. I don't think they have them anymore. And they're so confusing now. Oh yeah. There's like instead of having like the like the three boxes that you okay, you just need to see three things. Cherry, cherry, cherry. Yeah, there's like sixteen boxes and like a like it just shows like a parabola after you win and you're like, Is this good? I don't know what the point is. There's a cowboy on the top of this thing and yet there's like Chinese letters here. Yep. You just you just <laughs> push the button 
and hopefully you hear like a ding, 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 or hopefully yeah. you see like your money start increasing instead of decreasing. Yeah, and they're like, you're like did you win? You're like, I don't know. Maybe. Does it say I got money? <laughs> I, I started with 10 and I'm up to 15. I had to done something, right? Yeah, but then they're like, and like you, you want to just keep pressing the start thing, but then they won't let you because like you have to do something else first, but you don't know. There's no directions there. No. There's no directions. No, you just look at the little old lady, like the 80-year-old, the 90-year-old lady who's gambling her social security checks every month next to you. <laughs> Like, ma'am, what do I do? And she looks at like, just hit the button. What are you, dumb? I'm having my cigarette. <laughs> I'm smoking straight from the stoma. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> and get me a gin and tonic. Listen, honey, you're going to still be here and I'll still be winning. <laughs> but like, and then there's like people who like go on like vacations for sole reasons of like gambling oh yeah and they get paid by the like the casinos to oh um, yeah i feel like when you become that good of a poker player or just that good of a gambler in general you're not at that point you're not spending your own money anymore like they're giving you like here here's fifty thousand dollars on the house go spread it around let people know that you're here move from table to table yeah. Just to kind of get people word of mouth in. There used to be, there's a person that I know that after she retired, she is always going somewhere because casinos are, uh, and and she does slots. And like, she just goes and gambles and like cruise ships, very ritzy hotels, all this stuff. Hey, I mean... Listen, if you got the money to do it, that's cool. Here and, and again, I don't whatever whether you gamble, you don't gamble. I I really don't care. Yeah. My thing is is only gamble if you have the money. Right. If it's... you're like if you're behind on your rent or mortgage payment, if you you know, you have the you don't have the money to pay the electric bill, you don't have the money to pay this that the other thing. Yeah. Or if you can't afford to lose $1000, well then don't bet. A thousand dollars. You know, this is not for you. It's my buddy actually told this to me. He was just like, think about it. He was like, how great would it feel if you won like whatever money you have bet? And I was like, oh, it'd be great. And he's like, how would you feel now if you lost like the two hundred dollars you bet? And I was like, it'd probably be bad. And he's like, yeah, then just don't bet it. Yeah, don't go. And that's what I anybody that ever asked. Don't go to a casino planning on winning. Yeah. Always go to a casino. Expecting to lose. Expecting to lose. And that's why I'll go in and be like, all right, even when I did the tournaments, okay, I'm comfortable losing this 50 bucks. I know this. I'm just hoping this 50 bucks at the bare minimum. Because by the time you've played a number of these tournaments or a decent amount of them, yeah, I'm not going to lie. A lot of times it's the same people playing. So you usually end up at a table or, you know, throughout the night where you know at least two or three guys or two or three girls at that table. So a lot of it is just talking, yeah. you know, um, seeing how everybody is, making fun of people, whatever, just regular poker talk. Yeah. So my my thought always was, hey, it's 50 bucks. Hopefully at the bare minimum I last at least an hour or something. I talk, yeah. I see some people that I know. I talk to a few of them. That way I look at it as if I win, fantastic. If I lose, all right, it was 50 bucks. Right, and I and I I had a few drinks and and had some fun. It's like I don't want to be embarrassed to like say I'm going to the casino and come back in ten minutes. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty embarrassing. <laughs> and then there's been those nights where you get in there and you get like you're at because you there's different rounds. Each blind goes up every uh, every 15 or 30 minutes, depending on how big the, the tournament is. I'd be lying if there were times where I wasn't out by the second round and you just look, you do that walk, especially if you're playing with somebody you know at the table yeah. and you get beat and you're just like, you... I always usually shake everybody's hand. All right, good luck, everybody, and I'm out. But there's been times where you're just like, you son of a... And there's tournaments where you can do a rebuy and you're just looking like, ah, what's another 50 bucks? I want to do a rebuy, but I no, but I no. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never been in an era, in a in an example where people have been throwing high money down. Other than when I was in the Bahamas at like the Atlantis property, because like I for, I had no clue that there was like a high end ritzy casino in there. But like, I walk in and then I'm like, "There's a Gucci store, there's a Louis Vuitton store, and then there's like this huge like emerald like casino where people are like." putting down hundreds hundreds or thousands down on like craps and like other stuff i'm like oh like this is like high-end stuff <laughs> like this is like stuff you see in like oceans 11 yeah no the only the biggest tournament i played in um was at the casino was a uh was a thousand dollar buy-in now no before anybody asks no i did not do the thousand dollar buy-in. The only reason I got into that tournament is because I won what they call like a satellite tournament or whatever. Oh, so to get into to it. To get into it. It was actually two tournaments. It was a satellite tournament for you had to pay twenty-five dollars. So you had to win against the ten people you were playing at at that table. And then that got you into a bigger satellite tournament at another table. So if you won that tournament, then you got into the bigger thousand dollar tournament right so i won the satellite tournament the first one that was i think the next satellite was later that night and i won that one and then the tournament was like two or three weeks later like whatever you get your chips you're 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 there um so i got into that thousand dollar tournament or a thousand dollar buy-in um and again there's no way in hell i'm paying a thousand dollar buy-in so right. if I, so but i got into there I think there were, I think I want to say there were three, four hundred people um, that were in that tournament. Again, some of them just dropped down the thousand dollars. Some of them were satellite winners, but whatever. Um, I started getting excited when I saw that I was getting closer and closer to the money. I think, I think at that point, I think it was top. I want to say it was top 100 at least made money, at least yeah. got to like $1,000 or whatever you're buying. Um, once I got to the 150 mark, then I kind of started almost in my head like counting up that money because at that point I only had a 25 bucks. So if I got to 100th place, yeah. I think I was getting $1,000 or a little over 1000 I think I law. I think I got knocked out at like 125 Oof. or something like that um which stinks but again for 25 bucks it was fun as hell it was um it was a lot of poker which was really cool but uh there's one thing in poker if you get to a tournament and I've only been on the bubble 
one, twice where like let's say the bubble would be considered let's say like top 100 are getting paid and you're the 101 person like yeah. you're the last person to get knocked out before the money gets there and sometimes I've been in lower tournaments where they'll make like a they'll say like all right let's everybody toss in five bucks or ten bucks that way the bubble gets something gets their money back nobody made that tournament nobody made those deals when I was the bubble twice but um it just you get to that point and it's just like it doesn't turn into poker anymore it turns into all right I've got ace queen but I've got $10,000 in chips this person below me only has like 3000 like you're counting around this person has 3000 let me just wait until they get knocked out and then I can go back to playing poker again you know what i mean yeah type of deal so you like it turns definitely more into strategy like bubble strategy yeah i could not do that i don't have the patience and i don't also have like the guessing i guess or like just the the strategic value of doing it so poker was never my game I will probably never play a table game in my life at a casino. I probably will never go to another casino. I have no drive to. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I I really don't mind, like like casinos. Yeah, like I said, if I'm if there's not poker there, I'm not going. I have no. I just because for the fact that I don't like. Um, I have no interest in really anything else at the casino yeah it's just like stupid but all right our gambling portion of this is over do we have any we'll do like a. I, I was thinking we'll do like we'll kind of split up trivia okay do you have like a any trivia question yeah who what basketball what nba basketball team has the most nba championships and there's actually two teams because it's the same number so which team which two teams which share two teams share the most championships? Yes. I think I know this. I'm going to Is it the Boston Celtics? Yep. And the LA Lakers? Yeah. All right. Like the biggest rivalry. I was going to say the biggest rivalries. I know Do you know how many they are? Like how much each team has? Ooh. Um It's a bonus. You already you already won, but like what's here's the bonus if you need if you know. I want to say more than 10. I was going to say, I want to say double digits. Thirteen's popping in my head, but I'm going to say 12. Nope. Higher. 16? Higher. Really? Yeah. 20? Nope. 18? Nope. 17? Yes. Each team has 17 wow. championships. The next one closest to them is the Gold State Warriors with seven. <laughs> wow, that is nuts. I know. Like that is That's a really lot of chance. That 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 is domination of NBA for a while. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty nuts. I know, right? All right, I'm going to steal I'm going to steal your uh, idea, but I'm going to I'm going to go top 5. Top five um, NFL teams who's won the most Super Bowls. Do I have to say them in order or just? No, any order. San, uh, the Hold on, let me, uh, okay. let, me, let me get this. This is how, how good I am with technology. All right. How many said top five? 
we'll go. Uh, we'll do top five. Okay. Tell me when you're good. Okay. All right. I think, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. All right, I'm at least good for now. Okay. 49ers. Uh, yes, they are third with five. Yep. Pittsburgh Steelers. They are number one with six. Patriots. They are also number one with six. Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are tied for the fifth spot. So there's, it's a top five, but technically there are one, two, three, four, five, six teams. Okay. So you've got, uh, yep, the Packers are tied for the last spot with four. So you need, let's see, you got the Patriots, you got the Steelers, you got the 49ers, you got the Packers. You need two more. Okay. One team is tied with the one team is tied with the Niners with five. The other team is tied with the Packers with four. Okay. Um, Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are tied with the 49ers with five. Okay. And then one more. And I guess actually you have to add another one because this list wasn't updated. Hint, hint from last night oh. or the other night. Is it Kansas City? So Kansas City is updated. That would be the other team tied with four. But there's one team you're missing tied with four. So it puts Kansas City at four, Green Bay Packers at four, and this team that you have not guessed at four. Okay. Um, Is it – we're looking for the other one with four, right? Yep. Uh, Is it the New York Jets? Close. New York Giants. The New York Giants. The Jets only have one. Oh, that's um, right. It is the New York Giants have four. So you have the Patriots and Steelers with six, 49ers and Cowboys with five, and then Green Bay, the Giants, and now Kansas City with four. Kansas City had three. Or maybe this list was updated. I don't know. I assumed it's not. All right, we'll keep Kansas City at three. Because it did have Kansas City at three. Maybe they did update this list. Okay. Um, okay. I like that one. That was fun. All right. I think about, like, football. <laughs> I think I could name every team that doesn't have a Super Bowl. I know one team that doesn't have a Super Bowl, at least some of them. We could save. Let's do that. I like that question. Let's do that. At We'll, we'll save that for later trivia. Uh, I'm surprised Oakland wasn't on there. Oakland's won a couple. They've won three. They've won okay. three. All right. Actually, screw it. Look it up. I want. Uh, well, do we want to? Do we want to look it up first, or do we want to both take I, a shot at this? Let's both take a shot at All this. Right, so we'll we'll, look we'll it not up. look it up. I'll let you look it up because you're faster at it. All right. So teams that have not won a Super Bowl. Let's see. Bills in the AFC East. It would be Buffalo, uh, the Patriots, the the Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets have at least won one. In the AFC South. Uh, Tennessee has not won. Nope. I don't think so. Nope. Tennessee has not won one. Jacksonville has not won one. Nope. Um, Houston, Houston has, has not, not won, won one. one. So that's four. Yep. Um, the Colts have. Yep. Um, in the AFC West. Cincinnati hasn't won one. Oh, we're going to the north. Okay. North Cincinnati has not won one. Pittsburgh has. Cleveland has or has not? Cleveland has not. Cleveland has not. So that's Six. Uh, the Ravens have, 
And who's the other team in the north? Cincinnati. Oh, we said Pittsburgh has and Baltimore has. Okay, yeah. so that takes down the north. So we're up to six teams. Yep. Um, the AFC West. I think everybody has. The Broncos have. Yep. The Chiefs obviously have. Yep. The the Chargers have not, have they? Chargers have not. Chargers have not, and the Raiders have. Yep. So that gets us to seven teams in the NFC South. All right, let's go to the NFC West. We'll go west to east. NFC West, the Rams have. Yep. The Cardinals nope. have not. So that gets us to eight. Seahawks have. Yep. And who else is in the West? Packers. Oh, the Niners. Oh, the Niners. And the Niners have. Um, NFC South, the Saints have. Yep. The Buccaneers have. Yep. Who else is in the South? Uh, Carolina has not. Nope. So that gets us to nine. And the Falcons have not. Have not. That gets us to ten. There's a lot more teams than I thought. I didn't think it'd be this high. So that's ten. Let's go to the NFC North. Um, Green Bay has. Yep. Detroit has not. Right. Uh, Chicago has. Yep. Has Minnesota? Nope. Okay, we'll say Minnesota has not. And then the NFC East, I'm pretty sure everybody has. Philly has, the Giants have, Dallas has, and... The Commanders have. The Commanders have. So nobody there. So that gets us to 12. 12. How many NFL teams have never won a Super Bowl? 12. All right. So I think we got everybody. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Out of 32 teams. Yeah, that's... uh, That's sad. That's nuts. Yeah, 12 teams have never won a Super Bowl. And the thing is, is like some of those teams had good teams in the day. Like when they were like close to the Super Bowl, but just never won it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you figure the Bills have gotten close. All right, the Bills have been there four times. The first one was as close as you can get without winning. Um, Atlanta should have won. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati came close. I mean, they lost by three. Um, And I feel like their other time that they went to the Super Bowl against the Niners. Um, that yeah, back that was eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine. I feel like that was a close game. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dynasties, which is the problem. Yeah. Um, but again, I feel like a lot of it is just like you said, it's dynasties. It's how it's not necessarily the talent on the team. It is the talent on the team, but it's how how the teams are built. How the teams are built. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's crazy how much the Pittsburgh Steelers have and, like, the Patriots have. And the thing, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers won those Super Bowls, like, with multiple quarterbacks. All of the Patriots' Super Bowls have been with Brady. Yeah. Well, that's just it. And I was thinking about this. Do you think we'll ever see um, – do you think we'll ever see another dynasty like we did with the Patriots? Like, do you think we'll ever see – Another team, like, they won, what, six mm-hmm. in, uh, in... They won six from, like, 02 till, 
was it 18? 18 was their last one. Yeah. So in 16 years, they won. They won two. Not to mention how many, or they won six. Not to mention how many did they lose? They, they lost, lost what? One, two, three. Was it three or four? Giants, Giants, Eagles. Was that the only one? I feel like they lost one more. No, because they they won against they won against the Eagles. They won against the Eagles. They won against the Seahawks, even though they should have lost. They won against the Seahawks. They won against um, the Oh, Rams. they lost against Dallas. Two. Oh, yeah, but that was before Brady. Yeah. That was pre-Brady. They won against um, the Rams. They won against the Falcons. I already said that. Falcons, Rams, Eagles. Seahawks. Seahawks. Um, what was Brady's first quarter, Super Bowl? In 02. That was that was the Rams. In 02? I think so. So he won against the Rams twice. He might I, I was gonna say I, I thought for some reason there was a Rams twice in there. And then he won one he won one with the Bucks. Wait, did he win six or or did New England win six? He won six, but he won one of them with the Bucks. No, he's he's won Has he won seven? He's won seven. So one with the Bucks and then six with the Patriots. So let's see the Patriots Super Bowls in two thousand two. It started with the Rams. Um, then in two thousand four they played the Panthers. Two thousand five they played the Eagles. Two thousand fifteen they uh, was the Seahawks. Two thousand seventeen the Falcons, and two thousand nineteen was the Los Angeles Rams. So yeah, it was the Rams. Rams twice. Panthers once, Eagles once, Seahawks and Falcons once. Dude, that Rams Super Bowl sucked. That Patriots Rams Super Bowl, yeah, was a really... and the Patriot and the Patriots have five Super Bowl losses. Yeah, but that's since the '85. That's since the '85 Panther uh, Patriots. So let's see, Super uh, Patriots Super Bowls from. From 2002 to 2020. So they, obviously, like we said, they won it six times. But I want to see how many did they lose. Okay. they Let's go back to 2002. Oh, they won the Super Bowl in 2001? Did they? That must have been the two. That was the first. That I guess they're saying it's a 2001 season. So that must have been the first one against the Rams. Okay. Um, so they won in 2001, 2003, 2004. Um, let's see. 2007, they lost into the Super Bowl. Giants. 2011, they lost to the Super Bowl. Giants. Uh, 2017, they lost to the Super Bowl. Uh, Eagles. Yep. So, yeah. So, from 2001 to 2020, they... They won six. They won six and they lost three. But even just... That's crazy that they were in nine Super Bowls in, what, 19 years? Yeah. I mean... That's almost a decade. That That's almost every other year. I mean, yeah. That's almost... I mean, that's almost... It was kind of expected that they yeah. were going to be there... 
that's just that's that's crazy. I don't think there'll be a team like that. I was going to say, do you think that's the last of the of of that type of decade? <sighs> well, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs though with the with with Patrick Mahomes since drafting him in 2019, it's been AFC Championship, Super Bowl, where they won, AFC Championship to Super Bowl where they lost, AFC Championship where they lost. No. Yeah. AFC Championship where they lost. You talking about the Bills run? No. Or the Patriots run? I'm talking about the, the Kansas City. Yeah. When the last four Well, yeah, out of out of Patrick Mahomes out being of, drafted. He's not, he's out of his he's been drafted. This is his 6th year in the league. His 5 years as a starter. He's gone to at least the AFC Championship game he's every gone to th- year. He's gone to three Super Bowls. Yeah. But he's, he's gone, gone to the to... but he's gone to the AFC Championship game every year. Yeah. yeah. Every year. Yeah. So I mean that technically could be I would consider that a dynasty. A premonition. Well, I mean a dynasty is only regulated by Super Bowl wins. Not True, but I would AFC say championships. Well, I don't know. I would say the Bills were an AFC dynasty in the 90s. Yeah, but but NFL dynasty, yeah, you're right. By Super Bowls, they weren't a Super Bowl dynasty, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I'd say right now they're you, on they're on the track of becoming one. I think they're already one. I mean, they only have three. They only have two Super Bowls under him. But in six years, yeah, and they've been to five, even even Super Bowls. They've been to three because they they lost the one against Tampa Bay. Yeah. So you're talking. That man has been in three of the last five Super Bowls. Kansas City has been in three of the last five Super Bowls. Kansas City has been in five straight AFC championship games. They all, if that's not all a dynasty. At, they've all been held at home, though. I don't care if they've been held on Mars. If they've been the five straight, I mean, you've got to consider that a dynasty. You've been to half out of the last six Super Bowls. Yeah, I feel like once Andy- Or sorry, half more than half. You've been to sixty percent of the last five Super Bowls. I feel if Andy Reid is gone, then that changes. True, but if you've got if you're Andy Reid and you've got a quarterback who's only six years in and you're racking up you're doing this much domination, are you leaving anytime soon? Well, I mean, he's been in the league for a long time. But still, are you leaving anytime soon? I don't know, Bruce. Uh, I wouldn't be if I'm Andy Reid. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be thinking of leaving at least for the next five to six years. I mean, now, granted, unless he starts having like big time health issues or something drastic going on at home, I I I would be like, listen, I'm I'm riding this thing out. As long as I can, because I think at this point, if let's say they win another, let's say, let's say Mahomes plays another 10 years. Yeah. And let's say they win another three Super Bowls. I think then you're talking and let's say they win another three, but they go to another five. I think at that point, you're looking at Andy Reid as a better coach than Bill Belichick. I think at that point, you look at Andy Reid talking about all the stuff that he did with Philadelphia because he took Philadelphia to one Super Bowl, but what, four NFC championships, three NFC championships? Yeah. I think with everything that he's done at Philadelphia and now everything that he's done at Kansas City, I think 
you would look at you would you would look at that and say Andy Reid was the greatest coach of all time, not Bill Belichick. Andy Reid has worked with a lot of good quarterbacks too. Brett Favre, yes, Brett but, Favre, Steve uh, McNabb. Um, did he? He didn't work with Favre, did he? Yeah, he did. Where? On Green Bay. He wasn't the head coach, but he was a okay as a coordinator. Yeah, I mean Donovan McNabb, great quarterback, but Donovan McNabb isn't. I I don't think anybody, even McNabb at his at his peak, I don't think anybody was acute was uh, saying that he was the best of all times. In fact, I don't even think McNabb ever won an MVP. Um, Patrick Mahomes, is he the second coming of Brady? Who knows? I mean, he's definitely on the right path. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd say at least Andy Reid, if he wins three more Super Bowls with Mahomes and the Chiefs, he could say, hey, listen, I did it with Patrick Mahomes, but I also did it with Donovan McNabb. Yeah. I know they didn't win a Super Bowl, but they, but they, I, but I, I won NFC championships and I've got to Super Bowls. What has Bill Belichick done without Tom Brady? Yeah, not a damn thing. So I think at least you can say that. And again, I hope Kansas City doesn't win. I hope Buffalo. We're talking that Buffalo's going to the next five Super Bowls and at least winning one. <laughs> yeah, that would be. I'm telling nice. you, I, I couldn't if. If you told me right now that Buffalo was going to four straight Super Bowls and they didn't win, I I I don't think I don't think I watch football. Like I don't even want to go through I don't want to go through the ride of getting to a Super Bowl if we don't win. That's fair. I don't. I've been there, done that. I don't want to do it. Now granted I was, I don't know, between the ages of 10 and 14, right. or 10 and, or 9 and 13, whatever it was. 11 and 15, I, I, I don't want to do that. Listen, our best bet now is the Sabres, and who knows how that's going to go. Do you think they make that swing for Chikrin? I hope so. They, I was listening on the uh, – I was listening to um, WGR a couple days ago when they were talking about that with uh, if their top three lines, like if they went out and got Chikrin, yeah. you could put – Darlene and Blank as his pair, Owen Powers oh, yeah. as Blank and his pair, and Jacob Chikrin. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, think of the other two defensemen they have. Let's say you do that. Let's say you do Darlene, Darlene and Samuelson yep. as your top pair. Let's say you do Yoki Haru and Owen Powers as your second pair. At that point, Jacob Chikrin and does it matter exactly. who, you're, who you're sixth defenseman? Yeah. I mean, Jacob Chikrin and... Matt, go ahead. You can be the Sabres' sixth defenseman. doesn't matter. I mean, that is a defense that is That'd be dirty. unstoppable. But still— Still, you have—your goaltending I was going to say, sucks. we need a goaltender. Like, so. But you would think, again, if you could ride—if you could lock down— you have a stud defenseman, a lockdown defenseman on every single one of those pairings. Right. So at any point— Theoretically, for all 60 minutes, barring injury, you have an all-star defenseman out on the ice at all times. True. I don't care who you I have in net. Uka Pekalukanen should be able to post a sub-2, 5, a sub-3. Should. I don't know. It's... I don't know. I watched... I was at the Flames game, and that was 
freaking atrocious. I was th- I was going to go to that, but we we had a track meet that night and we didn't get out in time. And it was funny on the, on the group chat um, that I went in with a, a bunch of buddies of mine. It's um, I saw the first two like you know all right sabers. I was like all right cool, and I'm watching my athletes going back coaching. I think at one point I got I didn't get a text, but I got a buzz from ESPN saying Sabers outshot nineteen to two with eight minutes left in the second period. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the and then I look back to that group text, it's like, well, this went off the rails quickly. Well, this stinks. Yep. What I, I mean man. I was I was at one point I saw at the end of the second period they were outshot thirty four to nine. Yeah. Thirty four to nine. Oh yeah. 34 to 9. Oh, yeah. Like, teams, teams. if you get 34 shots a night, that's a good night. So, Calgary had it after two periods. Yeah, I was I was watching that game. Like, was it at that point, I mean, you saw it. At that point, was it just, was it just turnover after turnover after turnover? Yeah, and or? they just weren't playing like they were in it. Like, my, my girlfriend was like, maybe they're just tired. And I was like, they just came off of a week <laughs> break. A week rest. They don't need to be, like, they have no reason to be tired. But then, like, I watched it, and I was like, they are playing like they're tired. Like, they play like they don't care. And we're going, we're going to be in Tampa, and we're going to a Tampa Bay Lightning game when, they, when the Sabres are there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, if they play like this against the Calgary Flames, maybe I don't want to go to the Sabres game when they're in Tampa, like that, that. I don't know. It it looked so good first period, and then everything went down the tubes within four minutes into the second, where they scored four unanswered goals. I was like, oh gosh. Well, that's just it. They had to have come out flying, or did Calgary just not look good in the first period? They just well, they, the Sabers came out really well. Like they kept the puck on the, the other end of the ice for most of the game, or for most of the first period. Passing well, people were getting set up. Great. All right. Then there there was a lot of there was a lot of aggression in the game too. There was a lot of cross checkings and stuff like that. By both teams or Yeah. Um Dalene was like looking for a fight. He was instigating everybody. So then the penalties start stacking up. All right, all right, all right. And then within the first four minutes of the second period, they were so congested in the in our side that like Lukanen was getting shot after shot after shot after shot, and n- because our the our players weren't passing it well, they were passing it so hard that it hit the stick and bounced away. I was like, "Why are you passing it so hard? Are you kidding me?" That's that's crazy. It was so stupid. I was like, "This is awful." All right. Matt, I'm going to do another trivia question here. Um, top Sabers. Um, let's see. We'll go not goal scorers, but we'll go top Sabers point getters of all time. So top five Sabers in points Jeez. of all times. Uh, I look for leading goals or goal scorers, but it came up as points. So we're going LaFontaine. Is he one of them? He is not. Okay. Rick Martin? Rick Martin, number three, with okay. 695 points. Um, Chris Drury? No. Thomas Vanek? 
Nope. Think think old. Old. Oh gosh, I don't know. Um Old. Think older. Let's see. Show two to ten. Okay. Uh let's see. Yeah, we can do top five, but I've got top ten on here. This this list this list might be hard for you. I was gonna say like older. You should be able to get some of them. You got you got Rick Martin. Who did Rick Martin play with? Another French guy. He is French. Um. Oh, what is his name? I don't remember it. He was the first ever pick by the Buffalo Sabers. Probably the most famous Saber of all time. Is it Jacques something? Gilbert. Oh, it's Gilbert. Perot. Perot. That's I was seeing like a P, but I couldn't. I'm, I'm, so, all right. If I told you all the French connections, could you name the French connection? There's only three. Yeah, Rick Martin, Gilbert Perot, and who's the middle one? Like I can see the three flags in the in the arena. I tell you what, double R. Double R. First name starts with an R. Last name starts with an R. I don't know. Rennie Robert. All right. All right. You're asking the kid who like I was gonna say grew up with like Curry and stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the answers. We'll go top ten, but um, this this was this was a tough one for points. So Gilbert Perot leads with thirteen twenty six. Okay. Anderchuk second with eight oh four. Martin third with six ninety five. Craig Ramsey fourth with six seventy two, and then Phil Housley with five fifty eight. And then Robert Luce Pominville is eighth with five twenty one. Mike Foligno and Danny Gare. I forget Foligno played on our team. Mikey Foligno and his son for a while, Marcus. We had Marcus for a while. Yeah. Isn't Marcus Foligno still playing? With he's on Calgary. Columbus. Is he on Calgary? I know, he, I know we sent him to Columbus. I think he's on Calgary. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you would have been right in goals. Thomas Vanek was actually fifth in goals with the Sabres with 254. Oh, I was thinking goals rather than points. Yeah. Unfortunate. Oh well. All right. So that was uh, we did a little little trivia break there. That was a rough one. I after I looked at the list, I'm like, oh, he's not going to know. It's like these are. I would have struggled to get some of them. I think I would have gotten a good amount, but yeah, that would have that would have been rough. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right. Do you have a, a a trivia moment, or we'll we'll save that towards the end. Uh, you have one more thing we want to talk about, and then we'll start wrapping this up. What, what do you want to talk about? All right. Well, uh, I guess we can do this topic real quick. Um, do you think we can even do this topic, or we can kind of save this for a little bit? We'll introduce it now. Players nowadays, whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether it's hockey, do you think players? Do you think the idea of players paying their dues um, in sports, no matter what the level, has kind of gone away? Or do you think there's still that, um, hey, you got to earn your ice time, buddy? You know, y- you might have been a hot shot in modified sports, but you've got to earn your playing time at high school. Hey, you might be a hot shot in high school. You got to earn your playing time in college. You got to earn your playing time at the pros. Or do you think nowadays it's more of these kids feel like they just they're they should be given the playing time instead of earning it? 
Well, I think it depends on organization. If you're a really bad team that really just needs a spark, if you have a person that's good in one league, you're going to put them up front anyways. Um, if you are already a well-established team that has a good chemistry and everything else, I feel like these people who come in and are like, are like prodigies or hot shots are more or less going to be put on the back burner and see how they work within the team. But, you know, I like to think about like starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Like you get your first round draft pick who's like this hot shot in college and has done everything, but is going into a completely different league, playing with a bunch of people he hasn't played with before, learning a different playbook, all this other stuff. And if you're on, a, if you get drafted, usually if you're a first round draft pick, you get drafted by a really bad team. You're going to be thrown into the, the starting position ultimately right there. Um, Versus, like, if you happen to get a good draft pick, and like like Tom Brady, for example, you're going to be put on the back burner to see how you work with the team first. So I think it just depends on, like, how well established the team is to depend on, you know, when these players are going to play and how they're going to play. Valid. I mean, even with Patrick Mahomes, when he was drafted, he didn't play a game his uh, I don't even think he played it down his first season. Alex Smith was the quarterback yeah. in Kansas City's first season. And Kansas City was a good team. I mean, they weren't the dynasty they are now, but they were still making the playoffs. Um, I think Alex Smith had won them maybe one or two AFC West titles, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they definitely needed that quarterback to get there the next round. But like you said, Patrick Mahomes was, did he go like 12th? 13th, 15th, something, middle yeah. middle of the round, mid-first mid round pick. Um, I know Trubisky went ahead of him, and I think there was another quarterback that went ahead of him too, or maybe it was just Trubisky and then Mahomes. Um, but uh, I'd say Mahomes definitely had to earn his spot on that team. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I do kind of agree where if, if Alex Smith was, if J.P. Lossman was Kansas City's quarterback and they hadn't made the playoffs in, in the last three, four years, I think Mahomes is a starter day one. Oh, yeah. And that could be a good thing or that could be a really bad thing. Um, you know, like, because most of these hotshot players typically, not all the time, but typically come in with, like, this egotistical kind of mentality where they think they're the best. And if they don't gel well with everybody else, then, you know, that could ruin the chemistry of the team or they could become a leader. Um but most of the time, if you have somebody that's like really, really good coming in on the team, they usually have a chip on their shoulder and think everybody else they're playing with is crap. Um, and most people who have been on an established team for a while and understand the flow and understand the people uh, will not appreciate that. Very true. I think if you look at, I think if you look at Sam Darnold, I'm gonna border. I'm gonna say borderline. He was ruined by the New York Jets. Right. I think he came in, and again, the Jets weren't a they weren't the worst run organization at that time. I think now with Salah and I don't I don't know who their general manager is, but I think now they at least appear to be on the right track. But when they drafted Darnold, they weren't, and I think he was ruined by that coaching staff. I mean, now he's. He's got no confidence. He's got nothing. His, he's gonna be. He's probably gonna be a guy that's gonna hang around the year, the league, maybe another five years. He's gonna be a career backup, yeah. or he'll be he'll he'll be a guy where 
you'll bring him in um, maybe to compete, quote-unquote compete for a starting job, but knowing that he's going to be a backup. His days of being the franchise quarterback or being they're they're done. No, he's no he's nobody's savior. Um, I think you can almost say that with uh, with the Jets too with Mark Sanchez. I think yeah. he and I mean he had he had way more success than Darnold did because he took him to he took him to an AFC Championship, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. But he's also known for the butt fumble. He's known for the butt fumble. Um, and I think he's doing a great job as an announcer now on Fox. But um, he was – I just think you see some of these organizations. Trevor Lawrence, before this season – actually, before the last part of this season, and had they kept Urban Meyer there, I think been I think you're talking about another big-time first overall pick bust. Mm-hmm. I think you put him on the ranks of uh, – he would have been on the trajectory of Jamarcus Russell and Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf was bad. Um, but I think, thankfully, thankfully, it looks like now, and is it Doug, Doug Peterson's their coach, right? Uh-huh. I think, thankfully, right now, uh, they appear to have the right coach in there um, to run that organization and to make sure that it looks like, and again, I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence is an all-star Hall of Famer yet, but it looks like he's at least getting back on track to the, to the hopefully, well, not hopefully, because I hope the Bills beat him, but at least he looks up here. He appears to be on track to to reach his potential now. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to find that sweet spot too if you're going to sit your your prodigy player because you don't want them to lose their confidence or lose their edge because that's what makes them more elite than other people. But so like it's it's a it's a balance to try to figure out like when you think the person's ready, like when do you think it's a good time to start them. If the coach is crap, then obviously they might run the risk of ruining this person's potential. Um, I feel bad for Sam Darnold. I feel like we should sign him as a backup because him and Josh played with each other before. I feel like it would be a nice thing. I don't like Case Keenum, to be honest with you. I don't feel confident seeing him come in if he came in. Well, we had, what, Matt Barkley and Case Keenum because Barkley was, what, our third-string quarterback? I I wish we kept Trubisky, to be honest with you. I would have loved to keep Trubisky, and I'm sure a lot of Pittsburgh fans wish we had kept Trubisky. Um, I think Trubisky— That's another guy. He's another guy who got ruined by the Bears. Um, Except for uh, Jake—not Jake Cutler. (laughs) Um, What is this? The new quarterback, Justin Fields. Thank you. Justin Fields is is hopefully— curving that he looks like he looks like another one uh where trevor lawrence he looks like he's at least he's coming into himself yes now. he looks like he was at first going to be ruined but now he's at least back on track yeah and and gonna get there yeah so and good for the bears i kind of hope you know uh, it, it, whatever the old uh dub bears um yeah go back to when they won the super bowl in 86 yeah mike ditka yeah, because Lovey Smith took them to a Super Bowl, but that's when they lost to. Was that Peyton's first Super Bowl win? When yeah. the Colts beat the, the Colts beat the Bears, I think so. In like what two thousand? I don't know seven, eight, two thousand eight. I'm almost a hundred percent sure, and it was two thousand eight. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, that was Lovey Smith to take. But then they've pretty much since the '80s have been crap, irrelevant. Yeah. Um. So it'd be nice if Justin Fields got it. Um, and I tell you what, if Aaron Rodgers does leave Green Bay, uh, 
the NFC North is going to be up for grabs next yeah. year. And I I think if Aaron Rodgers leaves, depending on who Green Bay picks it or gets to to take his spot, I think you instantly put Justin Fields as the best quarterback in that in that division. Yeah. I mean, Jared Goff is having somewhat, especially at the end of the, or at the last half of this season, somewhat of a career resurgence. But I, I don't think anybody is taking Goff over over Fields if they needed a quarterback. That's fair. And Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings—they just had a horseshoe up their butt this year, and it finally ran out in the playoffs. I mean, and I'm still pissed at the Vikings because if they hadn't if if they hadn't gotten lucky, hashtag if or slash if Buffalo hadn't just thrown that game away, we would have had that first round by and it would have been Kansas City having to play Cincinnati, not us. Yeah. That's true. But whatever. Yeah. Bitter. I'm bitter. I know. I, I can tell. I'm bitter. All right. Hot seat question. We want to do a couple hot seat questions, whether it's trivia, whether it's whatever. Um I'm gonna go We'll we'll start this easy while you're looking up the uh, Bears Super Bowl. He has two kids. Who does? Patrick Mahomes. Is he even married yet? Yeah. I thought it was still just his girlfriend. No, they got married in 2022. Maybe twins? No. No? One's two months old and one's one year old. All right, so. One was born in 2021. <clears throat> Bastard. And um, <laughs> <laughs> one was born. Oh. Uh, Two months ago. Hey, I mean, when you found the right person and you want to start a family, I guess you you start it right away. <clears throat> Bastard. All right. Um, I'll keep the first one. While you're, while you're looking up a trivia question, because I gave you the last trivia question, I'll keep the first hot seat question light. Uh, favorite fruit? Apples. Really? I'm going pineapple. I like apples with peanut butter. Ah, see, I can't do peanut butter. I'm allergic, but apples with caramel, very good. Like the dipping caramel. Nope. I love caramel, but I'm still. I'm going. I'm going. uh, Pineapple. I just like it. Plus, you get that. You know, you get that bite. You kind of get a little bit of like that. uh, The juice or whatever. So it's almost like having a drink at the same time. (laughs) It's just. It's just good. It's a. It's a food I can drink. It's a food I can drink. All right. Fair. Fair. All right, what do you got for number two? Are you still busy there looking up a trivia question? Number two, I'll go with a trivia question. Oh, the Sabres play tonight. Um, I'll go trivia question referring to the Buffalo Sabres. All right. Actually, no, never mind. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go NFL. All right. So... Who is the most winning coach in the NFL? I feel like you want me to say Belichick, so I'm not going to say Belichick. No, I'm not. No, I don't want you to say Belichick. Um, I figure a lot of people. I, I I would think that'd be the obvious answer. Like, who has the best winning percentage, or who has the most wins? Like, who has the most wins? You would know it's, this. It's too. still Don Shula, isn't it? From the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, do you know how many? I want to say he, this might sound nuts, but I think he got close to 1000, but he didn't get it. 
Oh no, way way, way under. Less. All right, now I'm thinking of something else. Uh, let's see. He coached for Brown. Did he make four hundred? Over four hundred? No. He's, three three seventy five? No. Am I even close? I have no. Yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, he's under three seventy five. Yeah. Over three hundred. Yeah. Close to halfway, like three thirty six. A little higher. Three thirty eight. No. Three forty. Three forty two. A little higher. Three forty five. Three forty seven. I feel like we were in that Price Is Right game where yeah. the clock game. Where you gotta go higher. Yeah, higher, higher, lower, 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 higher. And then Bill Belichick is actually in second place yeah. with 329. Andy Reid has 269. He's in fifth place. I feel like Andy Reid is going to catch both of them. Yeah. If, if barring, like, you know, who knows? Maybe Patrick Mahomes will be like, listen, I got two Super Bowls. I'm young. I've made my money. I'm going to retire, guys. Lovey Smith has 95. Okay. Yeah. Mike Ditka has 127. The Bears. The Bears. All right, question number three. Mar Levy, um, I'll do one more before I, and then I'll have to look up a trivia question after this. Um, question number four. Okay. Uh, let's see. If um, okay. If. Sabers, I think, again, not saying they're going to make, not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I think maybe within the next five years, I don't see it out of the question. But if the Sabers, even this year, the Sabers don't make the playoffs, if the Sabers don't uh, win the Cup, who's the next team? Like, who's the other team that you would want, even this year or every year? If the Sabers don't win it, I want blank team to win it. Oh, I know for a fact the team I will say will not win it either, but I want the Capitals to win it. Okay. Just this year or always? Uh, I mean, if the Sabres can't, always the Capitals. Okay. So they're the next best team? Yeah, but I, they won't. They don't have the willpower, I don't think, to do it. No. In fact, I think I think that's going to be one of the teams that Buffalo catches. Because I think right now the Capitals... It's the Capitals and the Penguins. Yeah. And I think because, A, we have game in... We have, do we still have three games in hand? Or four games we, in hand? We play the Capitals one more time in two weeks. But we still, they've played, what, three more games than us? Yeah. Um, so I think we catch the Capitals. Um, I think I think ultimately the wild card are going to go to Buffalo and Pittsburgh, not necessarily in that order. Um, for me, though, I guess I'd probably say, uh, I don't know, maybe, I, it, I guess it was, my, it was my brother Joey's second favorite team, so I'll go the L.A. Kings. We play them tonight. We do. I'll I'll go the L.A. Kings. As uh, don't you don't want Boston to win? No. In fact, there are. Let's put it this way. There's what now? Thirty-two NHL teams. Sure. We'll say thirty-two. I think. I think there's thirty-two. I think the the Kraken became the thirty-second team. Out of my out of the list of thirty-two NHL teams, Boston is my thirty-eighth favorite. Like I uh, I. I'd rather see some AHL teams win the Stanley Cup before the Bruins. True. All right. So next question, whether it's trivia or hot seat, what do you got? Um, 
Um, that was that was puberty right there for you. <laughs> uh, uh, let me think. What? What? I, I won't do trivia because I just did one. Let's do favorites. Uh, favorites. Favorite hot drink. Favorite hot drink. Yeah. Favorite hot drink. I'm going hot cocoa. I think I know it's cheesy. Anything with it, like in it, specialty or just? Oh, yeah. I doctor the hell out of it. Okay. So oh, yeah. I'm putting, uh, like, if I'm doing a regular cocoa. I would look at the brand like I could do like just a regular Swiss Miss or you know how they have like some of those like it's like vanilla hot chocolate like a little like a flavored type of a flavored hot chocolate just yeah okay but I could do let, let's say I, I start with a standard model of hot chocolate I'm putting in like one of those coffee creamers like either a French vanilla or a caramel or whatever my 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 coffee creamer of choice is. I'm also getting those, not the big ones, but the small little mini marshmallows. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing that in there. And if I get a little crazy, um, I'm getting, I'm putting in either one or the other. I'm putting either um, like Hershey's chocolate sauce over the marshmallows up top, or I'm putting in like one or two of the maraschino cherries and maybe drizzling a little cherry juice on top of that. Wow, that that's dude. I love my hot. That's chocolate. pretty intense. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I, I'd have to say hot chocolate too. I like putting like um, Kahlua coffee creamer, not legit Kahlua, but they coffee make makes a Kahlua coffee creamer. Ooh. Okay. So I put that. I in, can see that. I put that in there, and sometimes I put like Andy's mints, like the like the chocolate, like the Andy's candies yeah, type deal. Yeah. I put yes. them in there. Okay. And I melted it. The in green there. wrapper type deals. Oh yeah. Okay. So so. Stuff like that, I usually like to doctor it up with. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. I think hot chocolate is just, I mean, a coffee or whatever, but even with coffee, I, and granted, you know, I, especially at the last track meet when we had to catch the bus at 6.30, um, which means I had to get up at 5 to get there. I it, Yeah, it's, uh, coffee definitely keeps you awake, but I'm I'm not drinking coffee because of the flavor. Like, I have to doctor the coffee up, or I'll get one of, like, a cappuccino or, yeah. or whatever. You know, the overly priced drinks. I got you. All right. Um, I'll do this as a trivia question. We'll round it up for number five. Top ten NFL leaders in receptions. Top ten? Uh, you want to do top ten or top five? I don't care. Let's go... No, we got this. We got a little time. Let's do top ten. How many of the top ten can you get in all time? Randy Moss. Randy Moss is not in the top ten. Okay. Randy Moss is actually number fifteen right. with nine eighty two. Well, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, of course, is number one with fifteen forty nine. Jerry Rice. Uh... Let me know if you want hints for any of these. If you get to hint time. Jerry Rice. Julian Edelman on there? Julian Edelman is not on there. Let's see if he even makes like the top whatever. Uh, I don't see him anywhere near this list. But he is not in the top ten. Okay. Let's see. 
And I don't even think he's in the top 50. Doesn't look like. Like I, I really have to think about like wide receivers because I never really think about them. Some of these, let's see. No, I'd say they're pretty much, there's not really. Terrell Owens? Terrell Owens is number eight with 1,078. I'd say there's only one, maybe two, that you would that would probably be where you'd be like, wait, who is that? Okay. All right. So I got Jerry Rice. You got Jerry Rice and Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Um, there's I'm surprised. Right not now. all of these are wide receivers either. There are, let's see, there's one, oh, two. Are there some running backs? Um, or tight ends? I'll just say this. There's two that are not wide receivers. You can't tell me if they're running backs. All right, or fine. There ends? are no running backs. Okay, so they're tight ends. Rob Gronkowski? No. Okay. Uh, is it Mike Ditka? No. That's what I mean. Nobody it, – it, I think everybody everybody on this list is at least – I don't know if everybody on this list made it to the 2000s, but at least 90s or later. 90s or later? Or sorry, ni- 90s or early. So 90s – at least 90s beyond. 90s to present day. 90s to present day. Okay. Yes. Um. Chad Johnson? No, Ocho Cinco is not on there. What about um, Megatron? What is his real name? Um, Something Johnson. Kelvin. Kelvin Johnson. Kelvin Johnson is, he's number 41 with 766. Okay. Uh, Chad Johnson is, or sorry, uh, sorry, Kelvin Johnson is tied for 31st with 814 Chad Johnson is 41 with 766. Uh, uh, um, do you want some hints? Uh, sure. Okay. Think. Uh, well, I tell you what. Two of them are Colts, are Indianapolis Colts, and I'm pretty sure their jerseys are somewhere around here. In fact, one of their jerseys you're it, pretty much looking I was at right say, now. Is it T.Y. Hilton? It is not T.Y. Hilton. It is. Oh, it's Harrison? Marvin Harrison okay. is number five with 1,102 catches. Okay. All right. And the other, there's one other Colt that his jersey is somewhere up here. It's got to be. Ebron? No, that's not. He wasn't wired. No. was he? Um, Eric Ebron's not even in the top, like, 500. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't. I don't see him. But he played with Marvin Harrison while he was on the Colts. They were arguably a, one of the best one-two receivers. Jeez, oh, I, 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 his name is on the tip of my tongue, and I just can't get it. Reggie. Oh, Reggie. Uh, Reggie. Is it Reggie Wayne? Reggie Wayne. Reggie yeah. Wayne is number ten with one thousand seventy. Okay. So so far you got Jerry Rice, To, uh, To, Marvin Harrison, and Reggie Wayne. Julio Jones isn't there, right? Julio Jones is not there. Julio Jones is close. He's number 23 with 903. Okay. Um, how about... You've got two tight ends. Oh, I have two tight ends. One of them is number three overall, arguably the greatest tight end of all time. And one of them is number four, who just retired 
recently, I'd say within the last three years, four years, he was on the Dallas Cowboys. He went into broadcasting for a little bit, then came back and then retired again, and I think is still a broadcaster. Was he broadcasting last night? No, not Greg Olson. Okay. Um, he was Tony Romo's tight end oh, I don't in know. Dallas. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Tight ends, tight ends I will give up on. I Jason will. Witten. Okay. Um, the other one played for the, played most of his career with the Atlanta Falcons and then went to Kansas City. Or sorry, no, no, just reverse that. Played most of his years with Kansas City and then went to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh. Arguably the best tight end of all time. Didn't win a Super Bowl. Tight ends aren't my thing. I don't know. Tony. Gonzalez? Tony Gonzalez. Oh. Tony Gonzalez is number three all time with 1325. Aaron, Aaron Hernandez? No. <laughs> Jason Witten is number four all time with 1228. You're missing the number two wide receiver, and I thought you would get this. He retired probably either he either retired this year or last year. All played in, oh Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. I was going to say played his entire career with one team. I forgot about it. that. Was a wide receiver. That was the man. He finished with fourteen thirty two. Okay, so he finished. Oof, that's ridiculous. Larry Fitzgerald fourteen thirty two, and he was still more than a hundred receptions behind Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice at 1549. I mean, Jerry Rice was a beast. Jerry Rice was a man. Now, Jerry Rice did play 40 more games than Fitzgerald. True. I'm trying to think. There's got to be a couple that were on the L.A. Rams or on the Rams in the 90s. Uh, Late late, late 90s? No Rams. Um, I tell you what. So you're missing missing number six, number seven, and number nine. (sighs) One was a Viking. Um, One was a Raider. And one was a one was a teammate of Fitzgerald, and then went to the Ravens. And it wasn't it wasn't Randy Moss. No, one was Randy. the The Viking was Randy Moss's teammate when Moss first came into the year into the league. Oh gosh, I don't know. All he does is t- catch touchdown passes, according to Chris Berman. Who I don't know. Chris Carter. Chris Carter, okay. Chris Carter, number six with 1101. Okay. Um, the other Raider, I'd be surprised. I mean, you're talking back in the Bo Jackson days. Um, Tim Brown. Okay. With 1091. Number nine, I feel like you could get. Larry Fitzgerald's AJ. teammate. He was younger than Fitzgerald. Um, AJ Green? No. He started, with, he started his career when Fitzgerald was there. Okay. I believe after his rookie deal. He went to, uh, he was kind of tired of being the number two, left uh, Arizona, went to Baltimore to really cash in and make a big deal. I, I guess had a decent career with Joe with Flacco. Joe Flacco was a quarterback? I believe so. Last name starts with a B. A B? What? An- Anquan Bolden. Oh, jeez. I I would not have gotten that yeah. one. Um, Anquan, Anquan, Antoine. I think it's Anquan. I don't, I don't know. Bolden. I always I always messed up his first name. Okay. But so those are your top ten: Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten, Marvin Harrison, Chris Carter, Tim Brown, Turl Owens, 
Anquan Bolden, and Reggie Terrell Wayne. Um, so that was, yeah, sometimes I kind of forget how young you were. Thank you. <laughs> maybe, that. maybe next time I'll, maybe next time I'll go uh top 10 from the two thousands on. Okay. Or top, uh, top 10 from the 2020 or the 2020s. That's fair. 2010 plus. Yeah. I was like trying to think back. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so if you have, we're going to wrap things up there. If you have any trivia questions that you want us to get at, uh, send us a direct message or uh, post it on our Facebook page at Stories from the Side or uh, Stories from the Sidelines on Facebook and Instagram. Um, again, always looking for guests, always looking for sponsors, and any topics you want to discuss, let us know on our Facebook page or uh, Instagram at Stories from the Sidelines. We're going to come back next week with another episode of Stories from the Sidelines. Bills will wait till next year to say go Bills, but let's go Sabres. Make that playoffs. Let's go. Time to end another Buffalo drought. Let's go.